So you, you, you follow this thread that your mind has created, and you feel the the essence of your your psychic self tunneling down and growing infinitesimally small to this point where you arrive and you're and you and you feel yourself fall and you 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 fall through universes and galaxies and solar systems and you start zooming past these planets um but it's not like any planets you've ever seen they're all geometric in shape um the phrase in the back of your mind is sacred geometry hmm. starts going in and you you pull yourself to this this pinpoint and there you see a familiar entity of 138 as you remember them in their their giant giant form mm-hmm. do you remember me query who? No. No, of course not. Oh, man. This is a mindfuck. Um... Strange being. Alert! Alert! And other beings start to <laughs> turn uh, around and start looking at you. And they're very, they're very similar to 138, but... Um, when you saw 138, he seemed very, very precise to you, like very um, deliberate lines and, and um, mm-hmm. almost too perfect. But next to these other individuals, he looks sloppy. Oh, I see. I'm uh, uh, I'm not hostile. I know you're going to have a hard time parsing my language. Just the same. I I met someone like you uh, once, a long time ago. He ended up in my world by mistake. 138 uh, is a singular entity. There are no other 138s. Um... Is, is 138 perfect? Negative. 138 has been flawed and deemed uh, a resource for experimentation. This is understood. Yes, experimentation. Um, have Process any... will begin in two cycles. Look, part of, part of you ended up in my world somehow and i want to go back there do you what do you do when you've experimented if one of you if part of you goes wrong do you do you throw it away somewhere do you do you have a sort of cosmic toilet how does this work do not understand toilet but 138 <laughs> is singular entity cannot be split bugger Yes, when Fergus curses, it's in British slang, not American. Uh, that's not... Okay, he he looks around. Um, so I'm seeing 
a bunch of things that look like sharper, more clean line versions of 138 from my world. Mm-hmm. Do any of them look at all janky compared to the other? Um, no, they all kind of have a duplicated appearance, almost cut and paste. Right. And 138 looks incredibly similar, but it's like that insubstantial something mm -hmm. um, is just not as crisp as theirs. Sure. Like, um, if you weren't able to pick up on different psychic impressions, you would swear that this is a world of entirely the same beings. Mm hmm But I am, so I can tell that they're different? Yes. So they're bullshitters. They don't know that they're different, but they think they're not. Um, from what you it's remember like from 138, all of these individuals had their own personalities and they were aware of that. 138 was just not what they considered perfect, so he was expendable and it was experimented on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, alright, can I zoom back out now? Okay. Can I, yes, can like... I leave, leave the piece of metal. Alright. And you're tossed almost bodily back out of this space. It's I'll I'll leave it to you as to how that this has impressed itself upon Fergus. Like this is a what you can imagine almost singularly unique experience for an individual of falling through realities. As um as as Kanye West once said, my life is dope, and I do dope shit. Um, okay. As so, Kanye West constantly says, <laughs> it's dope, and I do dope shit. That's just a story I heard Chappelle tell on a late night show. Um, I okay. So Fergus rushes back to Claire. I'm assuming she's still there. Yes, Claire is still there. Uh. Yeah, like you have a fairly unremarkable time, okay. Claire, because I'm just trying to. I know it's getting late. Yeah, Fergus just sort of like zooms down through your floor and appears again, and is babbling about a piece of metal and saying a bunch of numbers. And actually, she thinks really fast; she can probably hear it. Yeah, Claire, you have to go take this piece of metal from outside quickly it's how 138 got to stringersburg that's a layer of it's layer upon layer of realities that fell through somehow and if i can fall through we can go back oh and we need this piece of metal yes Wh where is it it's, when when where is it? it it's it's outside it's it's he just points she she she, she thumbs like out outside like outside it's it's here in this world. It's not far from here. It's um, uh, I don't know. I I'm not good at distance since I stopped walking. Well, uh, I I've been here for a while, so I think I might be. 
Well, come on, I'll show you. Great, let's go. I would, I would bring it to you, but I can't touch it. I, 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 she goes back over to the fridge. <laughs> she's gonna slam a cheeseburger. She's, she's keeping. Got a, she's got a. She's got a. She's got a big old ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> it's got a lot of mayo on it, like a lot of mayo on it. <laughs> if, she, if she doesn't keep her calories up, it starts going badly for her. So, so Cause she's because she's like too thin. She's not like like. Thin, yeah. like movie actor thin like she's like it's like yeah, are you no, okay I, thin? Yeah. yeah it's machinist thin yes oh. well well it's i mean it's not schindler's list thin but mm. let's you know <laughs> so fergus leads you to this spot and i mean you're you're fairly familiar with the surroundings and everything like to you is just a you probably picked it up at some point looked at it and tossed it back over your shoulder like it's a gold bronzy piece of it's orc it looks like orc alchem ah, ah. um, um and, and it, it's reminiscent to you of uh horatio's armor but you know ne- you probably never gave it is horatio a solar <laughs> no no <laughs> hey he's solars a, can be assholes too as a, we all learn well okay i mean <laughs> i'm not wrong when you put it that way, right? I, mean, I was gonna say he's 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 one of the chosen of asshole. But... <laughs> that's just because he doesn't like That's me. a good. That's a good burn. I like that. Um. Okay. So the on on the way there, Fergus has to keep Ow. um like slowing down because because he would just sort of zoom there without walking. Well, you know. It, it, she would once she saw that you did that you would find that she oh, well she, she can't literally up. teleport she's super fucking fast so okay. she, she closes the distance pretty quickly if that's what you were doing you, you you might be able to run faster than I can fly I'm not no right, you, so you can fly I'm... faster than but she can and still run pretty fast my character she can she, she can keep pace is the important part yeah yes yes she can keep pace okay so during the brief trip he's like I first discovered it when I was looking for objects that I couldn't affect with my powers. There's something about this substance that I, I'm i not able to move it telekinetically, even though I can... And he blathers a bunch of other stuff. Um, and then he's like, I can enter it psychically. There's some sort of space inside of there. There's like beings in there at this very, 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 very micro level. So some sort of like... Uh microprocessor some sort of ai on a very like molecular level possibly or even uh not quite the thing that people make it out to be but almost like quantum computing um this piece how big how big a piece of metal is it it's elbow to fingers okay Okay. can you pick it up yep you can pick it up no problem it's some, some remarkably metal, light, especially, mag- especially magical metal tends to be. Yeah, could be in the more the mule or the you know it could go the mithril a- or the mjolnir. Like mm-hmm. it's you know supernatural metal can kind right. of be yeah, one yeah. Or the other. So super heavy, um, super light. Right. So she picks it up and she's like, "So this, this is what we need to go back. Uh, take back. I mean specifically." Why don't you just gather information about it? I know it's special, but I don't know why. 
That I can do. So, so you say there's some sort of processing computer something? I don't know if it's a... That makes sense. That wasn't my first thought, but I was able to... I I went inside this piece somehow. I, uh... Because I don't... I'm not physical anymore. I, I, I just fell tell, into it. Tell me more about you not being physical. What does that mean? He just passes his hand through her a few times. Oh, okay, 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 okay. No, I meant conversationally. Uh, Fella. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just, uh, he, he starts to sink into the ground a bit. So you're just, uh, uh, what's the word, not corporeal? What does impact you? Purely uh, psychoactive telepathic things? Magic? Technologies or lasers? Like, what what do you interact with? I don't know. The the only thing that you found that physically interacts with you is, like, energy fields. That seems like a huge oversight that you don't know exactly what you can interact with that seems like a huge limitation of 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 what you can do well i i'm not meddling i i heard yeah, no yeah no i i got you yeah i've been a bit preoccupied sure however if i suddenly became incorporeal i would want to know if you know i could only be affected by persimmons so i just you know I'm just surprised that you don't have that you suddenly suddenly, because you were last time I saw you, which was quite a while ago um, you you were uh, perfectly affected by normal physical things and yes solid things don't just go through them radio waves gamma rays that's, light waves. That's any, awfully any specific. I, right? We need to be specific about this because this is very useful, but this also, I'm sure, has a catch somewhere. Because if you can't interact with anything physical, then that's also a catch. But most, most things I interact with telekinetically. That's cool. That's very cool. But what things can you not interact with telekinetically? That and a few other objects I've found around Future's Realm. The problem is I don't understand why. Ooh. Um, Drew, So there are specific me... things. So before, you can interact with everything. Then you come to Future's Realm, and there are a few things you can't interact with. I don't know that. I embarked on a systematic survey here because I was looking for something like this. I thought if I could find some object that was the source of Horatio's power, I could find a way to get through to him and, and, and not have this ridiculous power struggle. And I'm, I imagine, I'm sure, that when you get close to Horatio, he's aware of you. You don't have... I mean, if you can't interact with physicality, I mean, couldn't you hide in the ceiling and the ground? Just kind of like stealth under the ground, below no, him? He, he knows he's where aware. I am. Okay, so... He seems to be able to find me. Okay, 
Okay, so uh, one could say when one's describing uh, Fergus's state that uh, Horatio can interact with Fergus, at least in some way. Certainly, he must be. Or can detect the waves that you emit. If he's near me, he has power. Do you understand where I'm going with this, right? You get this, right? No? Okay. I'm just saying, so we have something here that has significance to you that seems to have some sort of uh, for lack of a better word, that you were able to access that I am not. And the only other thing that seems to be something that you can't fully interface with is our temporal offspring. Our temporal anomaly who blames us. So um... It seems like, you know, I just don't know. That's 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 a gap in my knowledge. An incomplete thought. That is another incomplete thought that I have just had. These are these are things that I've observed, and these are related, but I do not know what the link is yet. So we will need to find out what that is. And so I can absolutely study this metal, and knowing that you can't interface, tell me what your in, your 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 interface with this. Tell me about your interface with this. You said something about talking it, to something? What? It was it was familiar to me. It familiar. After I left Chicago I moved to Stringersburg. Okay. The League. The League moved there, limped there really, trying to salvage itself. In any case. It was a bad time. Yes. But before I was abducted, an entity calling itself one thirty eight appeared in the city. The number I had to dissuade the MHTF from waging all-out war on it. Metahuman Task Force. Because, like the idiots they are, they see something unfamiliar and want to blow it up. 138 wasn't vulnerable to their... Huh? It is a shortcoming of theirs, yes. Among many, which I plan to... which I hope to someday address... Well, time return. travel, we can address many things, but what were you saying? Yes, yes. Uh, something about this piece reminded me of something from Stringersburg, and when I looked more closely at it with my mind, I, I, I found it uh, 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 porous in some sense. Since I'm not physical, I went inside of it mentally. Okay. And, and uh, at some very granular uh, there are entities beings conscious things okay mechanical conscious mechanical so artificial minds maybe question mark yes yes that's a good yes artificial minds okay they were like 138 they called themselves 138 the the, the, the thing that you encountered hold on Thing, that's the thing you encountered in Stringersburg, right? Yeah. And the sort of um, mechanical. How, how did that come to being that you encountered? It. It took some time to try to figure out a way to communicate with it, but once we did, it said that it had fallen, or been uh, cast down into our reality from from somewhere else. Sounds kind of future-present type thing. Yes. Right. 
and it was a, a, a you, it, it you interface with it. What did you see? What 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 was tangibly there? What was one thirty eight that you could touch that you could look at? A, a whole host of those beings. They looked a lot like the one I met in Stringersburg, but uh, more. Um, uh... So the one thirty eight was a, a, a humanoid construct. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, so. That's right. Yeah, Drew. Yeah, imagine um, w- when you saw it in its smallest form, it was a human that had like, you know, imagine like vision from the Avengers, like the lines on his face and stuff. He was kind of like that, but he was like this off-colored purple, but he had the ability to grow like just enormous and imagine like an Ava. Oh. Yeah. Like kind of abstracted humanoid or like a human? Uh, pretty much imagine one of the Ava units and that's what he turns into. Okay. okay. So like With like the armor robotic. plating and stuff like okay. s- comes out so of him. robotic and mechanical when they get big. Yes. So, but like, but still like, has like an organic sense to it. So maybe some of the later Avis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When it starts to get like, oh no, an Evangelion. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, they're bleeding. Uh oh. Like that's yeah that 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 shit. So, um, so it reminded you of that, and you interfaced with it in a porous way that you could interact with and you described, did you say falling into absorbing? Like you That's... felt other well, other, other where else, right? Yes. Uh, here, why don't I just watch and I'm gonna, Fergus tries to go into it again and repeat what he did before. All right. So you, you start to focus in on this and your attention is suddenly drawn somewhere else. You, you guys, in, way off in the distance, you start hearing this. And it just gets faster and more numerous. And you look, and inside the, the small town, and even in the, the speck that you can see days travels away, uh, you start seeing these flashes these points of light blinking in and individuals are coming out of them um just rapid fire and uh this large one opens up in the sky and this it looks like a moon comes rocketing out of it straight towards this towards the major city and collides and you see this giant dust plume come up what and what? <laughs> what we just see some huge meteorite just crash into a city. All right, okay, yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm following. And that is what. And in front of you, both of you, you see the the golden figure, the worn golden figure of future, and in that worn husky voice, looks at you, Fergus, and says. You need to go. But they start to raise a hand and time seems to slow and almost reverse. And you guys can both mentally process this. And even with your speed, you're not able to react. But this 
figure that all of a sudden just kind of materializes out of out of nothing out of the ether like almost like they're pulling themselves into reality um again it's this androgynous figure slightly slightly slumped um long hair kind of kind of lends itself how future kind of lends itself more to the masculine this lends itself slightly more to the feminine while still being androgynous and just so slow that you can't even process it but still moving reaches out to touch future and the force of it touching future and future reaching out for Fergus Fergus you're just you're gone you're just you white out for a minute and Claire you see Fergus just gone just erased no no oh. ripple in space no anything just gone just gone um no flash of light no sound just gone but you see and you know who this is. This is past. Uh -oh. Past has declared war on future. <laughs> so that's what that means. Yeah. So real quick, we're gonna we're gonna end that there, but I wanna do two quick cutscenes for both of you guys. Oh cool. So Claire, you the, uh, these two entities begin combat on a, a plane that you can't process. But you see individuals that you've confronted from past force before. You see entities that you're that are unknown to you. And you defend yourself as best you can. You pull out every single trick that you can. You you disintegrate some motherfuckers with your knives and throw your grenades and stun some people and run back to your lab and, and concoct all kinds of different things. Don't you kill Claire. And Drew, Drew don't kill Claire. You're you're working uh, you're working on this on this concoction, this formula, and you hear just ever so calmly coming down your stairs some booted feet and you turn around and you see Horatio and he's just casually he's like eating an apple oh mommy this is a fine mess so what do you think what do I think yeah what do you think of this whole? I I I I think that we're put in a uh, uh, I think that we're pulled into someone else's war. I think you are too. Oh, mommy, you've got your face stuck down too far in the beakers. Who do you think brought Daddy here? Who do you think generated this whole thing? You, you taught me so well. You taught me so well to analyze and to look. To figure out the flaws. You're saying that you think 
future brought past here to declare war on past. Why wouldn't he? He hasn't won against present yet, has he? If future takes past, then future takes them all. Now, why don't you say we go have us some little fun? Well, what's, what's that you got there, mummy? In reference to... You are still holding the piece of metal that Fergus was talking about. This, she says, she says holding up her hot dog. Hmm. <laughs> no, not your fucking hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, very cute. This, uh... I'm still learning about this. It occurs to you with what Fergus said. If you're able to look at this, this is an exit point back to your world. What is? The, the piece metal? of metal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do I have any way of interfacing with it? I don't. I feel like if I've been in pretty constant battle mode for a minute, then would I be in research mode too? I mean, I imagine Claire can kind of click back and forth. That's true. Pretty readily. <laughs> that's that's definitely true. So, is your prompt that I could leave now? I think with some research. And this, I think this is where we're going to leave Claire. All right. Is with her, Horatio, being, like, with is her, her being like, oh, yeah. oh, I could leave with it, this. Okay. It clicks that with Horatio and this piece, you have a methodology, a possible methodology. I have an out. Of leaving future, of leaving future's realm cool. with Horatio. Cool. Most likely. But, well, well, that's we, well he, he is tough. Yes. He doesn't hate me, and he's tough, so... You you know you would need his facilities, his possible powers to be able to fully access, because he was around Fergus. So thus, it's logical to assume he has Fergus's power set. Oh, shit. That's and we'll leave, we'll leave Claire there. All right, Flocky. I know it's late, but this is a scene I've been wanting to get to for like a year. Oh, okay. And forgive me, anyone who has read Neil Gaiman's Book of Magic, but I love this scene so much that I had to rip it off. <laughs> Fair. It, you don't rip off anyone, rip off Neil Gaiman. Right. Have either of you read that? I have not. The Books of Magic with Timothy Hunter? Yes. You uh, Or, uh, I'm sorry, Harry Potter before he was Harry Potter. Yes, exactly. That uh, who J.K. Rowling ripped off to make Harry Potter. Oh, shit. Shots fire. Yeah. Serious. I love Harry Potter, don't get me wrong, but she totally ripped right. off Neil Gaiman. Great book, great series. And hopefully you'll see why. So, Fergus, you're widened out and you feel yourself you wake up back in a very familiar space you're back in that infinite white space oh no 
Okay, I'm mm. I'm immediately looking around for the Lovecraftian elder horror thing. <laughs> you you actually don't sense it. Um, okay, but you see something. You see something familiar. You see a, a blink, an an idea of something, and then you see it again, and you see another one, and you start to follow. They're they're almost a path, and you start to follow them, and Sometimes you'll see... Go ahead. Is this that person I was seeing? Yes. This is... And sometimes you'll see just rapid fire like dozens or hundreds of these images. And um, it's almost like watching um, stop motion animation. And then there won't be any for a while. And then you'll see one or two and then another couple dozens and a couple hundreds. And you're following them and it's almost like a... Uh, a, a line progression like you almost start to see a dimension to this space because of this individual and you you follow for you don't know how long even to you who doesn't eat or sleep or in this space however long you had been in it before you're in it for so long you you grow tired you grow worn down and finally you see a small pinprick almost like you remember when you saw past realm or presence realm when you left it when it was just that infinitesimal speck and you follow this and you don't really see that shape anymore you don't really see that that individual that person and then you get close to this space and it feels like a, a hole in in this white space and you go through it and you're in this black it's almost nothingness at first. You, you At first you're like, I've gone from pure white to pure black, but you see just this one singular light, this one singular speck that just pulsing, and it's getting just slowly weaker. And out in this nothingness, you see a a woman you're coming in from the side and she's pretty unremarkable just brown hair about shoulder length pretty plain looking like she's pretty to a certain extent but average build and she's got a a mix of clothing you you see some you know she's been pants and boots and everything but it's this material that you're not familiar with and there's a, a slight aura around her, very, very subtle. And you, you get close to her. You start moving towards her, and she turns to you. And just instantly, she you start seeing tears coming down her face. And she holds out a hand to you. What's wrong? He reaches out his hand. She 
she actually touches your hand, and as she touches you, you slowly, you feel yourself becoming flesh and blood again. And you, you've got clothes on and everything. And she just looks at you, and she's got tears, and she's just like, You told me, you told me that you would be here. That at the end I wouldn't be alone. What? And I've been alone for so long. And it's the end of all things. But you told me that you would come. Who? It's been a long time. I, I don't remember. <sighs> You're so young. And she touches the side of your face. Fergus. We're meeting at the beginning of your story and at the end of mine. But I need you to come find me. They're after me. Ooh. And they always will be. But, uh, I'll help you if I can. What, who's after you? The Triumphant. Past, present, and future? Yes. Why? <sighs> because I'm the one that can change the balance. They definitely shouldn't find you. But she pats your hand and puts her head on your shoulder. Let's not talk about that now. The, the last star's about to go out. That's the last star in the universe? <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> You're so cute now. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're at the end of time. It's the last moments. <sighs> I always worried that I would have been here by myself, and you told me so long ago that you would, you would come, that you would be here, but <sighs> I had lost hope. I, I'm sorry, I took so long when did that happen i'm oh that was oh uh the i i i don't know time is some some billions of years ago okay uh it was let me think. It was... It was in Stringersburg. Uh, it was right when the confrontation had started. Right when you had come back to the world. That's when you need to find me. Oh. Um... Okay. Uh, how... How do I know you? 
What's your name? <sighs> My name is June. All right, June. If if I make it back, I'll look for you. You will. What happens now? <sighs> now, we sit. And I just need you to be. Is that okay? Honestly, I've never been much good at relaxing. <laughs> That's why you make such a wonderful seat. And she scoots over and <laughs> uncomfortably to Fergus, but it seems second nature to her. She scoots right in between your legs and your stiffness, like innate uncomfortableness. And she leans right against your back and seems right at home. Uh, this is strange. Not in a bad way. I, I'm sorry. I, I haven't had a body for a while. So, you. you guys sit there for a while, and you don't know how long. If, But you don't really get uncomfortable. Um, she kind of dozes every now and then. But she wakes up and the star, you can just, the nothingness around you is almost palpable. She says, it's coming to an end. Just stay with me to the last moment, okay? All right. I never imagined I'd witness something. Okay. And she stands up, and you stand up with her, and she holds your hand, and you see the fading light. And time splits for a second. And you, you feel this coming from her. And she looks at you, and, and this last light, bit of light, is, is frozen in place. And she says, thank you for being with me. And I'll send you back home. And she holds your head and kisses you right on the forehead. And you are hurled back through time. And you see instantaneously, you, you don't move through the white space like you did before, but you see all of these blinks, all of these frozen moments in June's lot timeline. And you see included with them the scenery that you didn't see before. And most of them are awful. Most of them are terrible scenes of her being hunted or assaulted in some way. Forces are against her. 
um, sometimes they're pleasant. Sometimes she's um, in a car and decides to turn left instead of turning right. It's all these minute changes that change the outcome of what's happening with her. And you follow all of these instances back and you find yourself standing outside of Stringersburg, the town you know, the town you remember, mostly. You see plumes of smoke, you see buildings destroyed, you see uh, lasers, you see individuals flying through the air, you see metas battling each other, uh, you see 138 in its giant form trumping around the around the city in a perimeter uh, you see giant footprints uh, you know a trench that it's been walking in and outside of the city you see metahuman task force uh, barricades and everything blocking the interstate coming in you see your home in ruins devil have they done to the place and we're gonna we're gonna stop there to be fair i did sort of blow up the city during drew's last arc so (laughs) (laughs) oh wait so this is your fault you well well you would you would you would love that narrative i think i think some catching up to do I you should quite like that bit. Yeah. It's a bit the the audio quality is a bit iffy at the beginning, but I think we've weaved a pretty good narrative. That's cool. That's super cool. <sighs> Damn, Drew. Damn, Drew. I wasn't expecting the end of time. I was really not. <laughs> Nobody expected the end of time. 